Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and I'm so excited to have you guys here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So I'm super excited for this week's episode because we're chatting with one of my really good friends, Michelle from Michelle Elaine Weddings, and she's a wedding planner here in New York City. And we chat about how she incorporates her love for wedding planning and her passion for fitness into her business. She helps her brides get fit without following fads, and she helps motivate wedding professionals to stay in shape throughout the wedding year. So I'm really excited because um, I think it's such a great topic as a wedding photographer or wedding professional. You know, it's really hard on your body, especially as a photographer, holding all that gear, carrying everything on your back. You know, I wanted to get her perspective as to, you know, what stretches could we do? What could we do to unwind? How do we do self-care? Just a different topic that I thought you guys might like. So a little bit about Michelle is that she started Michelle Elaine Weddings in 2011 and she's never looked back. Uh, Michelle is a certified personal trainer. She has run the New York City Marathon four times and helps her brides become their best self for the wedding day and beyond. So I'm so excited she's here. I think you guys are really going to like today's episode. It's super fun. And uh, I just want to remind you guys before we begin that you can always find out what's going on in the Tea with Janae community by visiting us at www.teawithjanae.com. You can read our latest blog posts, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. So I hope you guys click the link and join. Can't wait to see you in there. Also, one last request. If you love today's episode and want to tell everybody about it, would you please leave us a review on your Apple Podcast app and let everyone know that you love Tea with Janae? We would be forever grateful for your kind words and your five stars. So thank you guys. We really appreciate it. All right, let's get to today's episode. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so happy to have you guys here. We've got one of my favorite people as a guest today. Michelle, can you say hi? Hi. Thank you for being on the show. Yay, I'm excited. I'm so excited to have you here. <laughs> so um, before we begin, let's tell everybody a little bit about you, your company, and how you got started. Um, okay, so I'm Michelle, owner of Michelle Elaine Weddings. Um, the company is full service wedding planning and design. Um, and basically how I got started was just on a whim. I didn't really have any big plans to be a wedding planner. It just kind of happened. So I started my, in, my, my career in fashion. I, my big hopes and dreams were to be like the next big designer, which never happened. Um, <laughs> after working in fashion, studying fashion and then working in the industry, making no money, I landed in catering just so I could have money at the end of the month to be able to eat. Um, 
ended up like really falling in love with weddings from there and then it just kind of went from there I don't know there's definitely a lot more to the story but it's way too much to get into (laughs) (laughs) that's the cliff notes version exactly (laughs) well that's awesome so how many years have you been in business Oh my gosh, it's been eight years, although it feels like 700. (laughs) And um, it's definitely a journey, a not easy journey, but it's like rewarding at the same time. I don't, it's, I, I, I have, I don't have any children, but I imagine it's similar because it's like so horrible some days, but then some days you're like, I love this. This is why I do this. I imagine it's the same feelings. Yeah, no, that's pretty true. Yeah, I, I have. <laughs> Some days I'm like, gosh, I love you so much. And other days I'm like, I brought you into this world and <laughs> being so mean to me. So, yeah, I totally get it. So what was your first year like? You were working catering and then you decided to go into wedding planning full time. Like, how, how did that uh, first year go? So really what happened was in the catering job, I was working like, a hundred plus hours a week. I was one of the sales managers. We would like sleep in the office some nights if we had too many events going on. Like it was really intense. So I just one day quit because I couldn't take it anymore. And I was like, this is just not, this is not normal. And I'm just going to go back into fashion. I had no interview set up. I had nothing like my boss was fully convinced himself that like I had some big job set up on the side and that's why I was leaving I'm like I literally have nothing going on I I don't know how I could because I'm living in this building so (laughs) um quit and then I had money obviously saved because I had no life to spend it so I was like I'll figure out a job when I leave here so um I remember going into the office and like the next day Because I had never, I had given two weeks at a lot of jobs, um, but never a job where I had clientele um, because it's catering. So I had, you know, X amount of parties that I had booked in the months coming up and in the year coming up. So he was like, oh, just so you know, I don't know if you've contacted any of your clients yet, but you need to let them know that, you know, X person is going to start taking over their accounts. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. So I just sent out emails to all my couples, letting them know that I resigned, that I was leaving that week and whatever people like went ballistic and they were like, where are you going? Are you going to a new venue? I'll come with you. Um, I'll see if I can get my deposit back. Like a lot of people asked me if I was starting my own wedding planning business, which genuinely never even crossed my mind to do. Um, and so I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing any of those things. Like I'm, I'm just going to try to find a job in fashion and just go back to like a normal life, I guess. Um, but I don't know from that. I mean, I knew I always wanted to start a business. I knew I always wanted to have, I knew I wasn't going to work for someone forever because I hate being told what to do. So you're a wedding planner and you're also a fitness coach, right? So Mm -hmm. how, how did you start doing that? So I kind of started any, all of the fitness running things began um, just at the end, just at the beginning of starting the company, it just so happened to happen that way. Like it wasn't a plan. I just, you know, I was like, Oh, I wonder what it would be like to like run a half marathon. I'd like never ran anything in my life. And I was like, what? Well, I'm just going to sign up for one and uh, see what happens. And it just so happened to be like 
right at the start of Michelle Elaine weddings. So it kind of accidentally, like, I feel like it kept me on the right path because I ended up falling in love with running. I know like you can either hate it or you could fall in love with it. So definitely was like addicted to running. Then I got into marathoning after that. Um, and then just so from there, so as like I grew with my running and my health and my fitness, my business was growing alongside it. So then brides would start asking me for advice on like different workouts they can do at home or, how to stay on like, uh, how to stay regimented to be able to keep on a schedule with things and all that kind of stuff. And then I just thought, Oh, maybe I should like offer health and fitness as like an additional service to brides because I'm pretty much already doing it for free. So. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So your, your audience and your, your clientele is asking, telling you what they wanted. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. So let's talk about, you know, being healthy and fitness and being um, a wedding professional. So for, I have a lot of thoughts about this, but what are your thoughts about it? Oh, so like being in the wedding industry and then also being able to follow like a health regimen, basically. Yeah. I feel like for me, I I try really hard and then wedding season starts and then I fall off my wagon. I'm, it's on toast. Oh yeah. It's like, honestly, it's still something that. I have to work on because every, I mean, we're all human and yeah, I feel like working in this industry is so challenging because you have weeks where you have all the time in the world and then you have weeks where you literally don't even have time to eat anything. So it's definitely, you sort of have to, I mean, I, I tell myself this and then sometimes I don't do this either. Uh, but it's like, you have to schedule stuff in. So you have to pretend like, oh, this 30 minutes is scheduled for whatever workout you can do. Um, or like this, these, this hour, hour and a half is scheduled for me to like prep meals for myself for the next like two days. Cause that's another problem too, is like, there's definitely days where I, eat like celery sticks and that's it because I've had not one second to do anything else but take care of my business and my clients right yeah I feel meal meal prepping is a big key too yeah I like that uh, that's a good tip to sort of schedule in your workouts and your meal prepping and to keep us on track for wedding season because I I yeah it gets so overwhelming that I just want to edit or I just want to deliver things and I'm sure you just want to plan and get like the next thing done so you can move on. Yeah. Sometimes so. it gets that way. Like you get so wrapped up that you're like, oh my God. Okay. Like after this day, like I'm going to go back to a normal life. Like we don't ever have a normal life because no. this, this is where I was talking about where, you know, having a business, you're like, oh, it's so wonderful. But at the same time, you're like, oh my God, this is ridiculous because you don't have a life. It's hard. Like other entrepreneurs get it, but I feel like if you are not working for yourself, people just assume that we have this easy, carefree life and that everything's, you know, oh, you work at home. So it should just be so easy for you to stay on a health regimen. I'm like, it's actually harder for us because exactly. we don't have like this etched out nine to five schedule every day. Exactly. Yeah. That's such a good point. I've talked about this a bunch on the podcast where as being a solopreneur who works mm-hmm. from home, it's a lot different, um, than going to an office and like nine to five and 
people's expectations of you could be different because they think that, oh, you just sit around every day. I'm like, no, I'm working. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. It's hard. But you have to just communicate that with people. And I think eventually they get it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, sort of. And it's, I mean, if you've worked on both sides, like I've had nine to five jobs. Mm-hmm. And so I see the challenges that are on that side also. Um, but it's definitely you're in this like box schedule. You don't have to worry about like when you get home, you get home. You're not like, Oh, I have to schedule a client meeting at 7 PM. Oh, I have to do a video chat at 8 PM. Oh, I have to be up at 6 AM to get this out for somebody. I got an inquiry. Like it's just a whole different world. And like, you could go from, I know exactly what my day is going to look like tomorrow to like everything upside down in two seconds. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about creating healthy habits. Like this is really key to, to success. So as an, uh, an expert in this sort of field, like what would you suggest that we, the listeners and myself (laughs) uh, do create healthy habits in the new year? Yeah. So what I usually tell anybody is first, the number one thing is you have to be realistic with yourself. So the thing that I hate the most about the coming year is that everyone sets these new year's resolutions and gets really crazy. And it's just not new year's resolutions are the worst thing ever because it just, it puts way too much pressure and people come up with the most outlandish things like, Oh, I'm going to cut every, Oh, I'm going to cut all carbs out. I'm going to cut all chocolate out of my life. Like you can't make yourself nuts. You have to set a realistic goal. So that's always number one. Um, and number two is like putting the realistic goal into place. So writing, I usually tell people to like make a journal of just a week of what they ate, like put breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, everything, write it down for a whole seven days and look at it. And if like 90% of it is unhealthy or you're not eating properly or whatever the case is, take at least one to two items each week and replace it with something healthy. Like if you're, if you're eating ice cream every single night, yes, that's bad, but you, it's like you have to wean yourself out of your bad habits and then into better ones. So you have to like replace Monday night with a banana and then eat your ice cream all week. And then the following week have two nights with banana and nuts or something like you have to like slowly work from the bad eating habits to the good ones. And then the other thing is I looping into that. I also don't believe in cheat days. I hate cheat days because I think that people sit and they go, okay, Monday to Saturday, I'm going to eat lettuce and carrots. And then on Sunday, I'm just going to shove my face with donuts. Like that just doesn't work. (laughs) It's terrible. It is horrible what it does to your body. So I think you should have just like, don't even call it a cheat anything. Like just live your life normal, eat a balanced diet every day. And then if it's like a random Wednesday and you're out and you're like, oh, I really want to eat that donut, go ahead and eat a donut, go ahead and have a cookie. But like you shouldn't be having garbage foods every single day in your regular diet, because then you're just never going to get anywhere. And you're not going to see results either. Cause that happens too. people are like, I work out so much and I still don't have 
you know, I'm still not tone or I'm still, I'm not seeing the results that I want to see. And I'm like, okay, well, what are you eating every day? And people are either eating garbage or eating nothing. And I'm like, well, that's your, it's, I think like 80% or whatever it is, is diet. And like the other 20% is exercise, which people are always shocked by. So I'm like, it's all about what you're eating every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. When I, when I really focus on sort of my macro nutrients, like I, I can lose weight. So we're doing that. (laughs) (laughs) No, and I love, I I feel the same way too. I don't like people, actually, I don't even like the word diet. I feel like. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Just like eating correctly. Right. You know, is sort of just the way to be. And then also I don't like cheat day either. I love that you said that because I feel like a cheat day is don't look forward to it. Like just always be balanced. And then if you want it, have it. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. That's really, really good. Cause it's just like, imagine your body, imagine you're so healthy all week. And then all of a sudden you shove like McDonald's 10 times. It just, it doesn't work. Yeah. You You like shock your body. Yeah. Yeah. And in a bad way. In sugar shock. I actually have a friend, uh, um, and she's on the keto, she's doing keto Mm -hmm. and she, um, had some iced tea at McDonald's, I think. And she thought it was unsweetened. And then she got this huge headache and she felt really sick. And it turns out there was so much sugar mm-hmm. in the unsweetened that because she had cut all the sugar out, she had like a headache for three days. Yeah. So, I mean, it can really do so much on you. Completely. And, yeah. And even at weddings, I used to have ginger ale because I don't drink soda. Mm-hmm. But every so often I'd have a ginger ale. And I, the last two times I got nauseous and I was like, okay, that's it. No more ginger ale for me. So totally off all of that, which is good. Yeah. It's a, a whole, it's a whole thing. And the, like also too, other thing, fourth, fifth, however many things I've just said, I hate juice cleanses too. I hate like when people are like, oh, I'm just going to do a juice cleanse and then I'm going to reset my body. No, just, just start eating healthier. Like don't no any fad diets, any cleanses, like just do what everyone's been doing for ever. <laughs> just eat healthy foods, fruits, vegetables, lean meats, all of that stuff. Eat carbs. Don't not eat carbs. I hate when people say, oh, I'm on an all non-carb diet. I'm like, you need car- carbs for energy. Like, no, you have to eat carbs. Yeah. I definitely have some pasta before a wedding day. I need that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a marathon for sure. Yeah. So we work so hard on our feet um, as wedding photographers and even as planners, you know, it's a physical job where you guys are on your feet the longest, uh, I think out of anybody, maybe like 12 to 14 hours and photographers anywhere can to eight to 12 or depending, but you know, we have to carry all that gear. It gets really heavy. And then I'm always in like a little bit of pain the next day, you know, as you do a lot of exercises on your Instagram and your IDTV, you know, what kind of exercises, I know we can't show them because we're on a podcast, but maybe you could just talk about things that you would recommend that we could do to sort of alleviate any of the, the stresses of the day before. Yes. And I need to actually, I'm like putting together a program for December because yeah, like we were just saying, I got so busy the last couple of months. And then I was exercising, but I wasn't posting anything. I'm like, Oh, this is so hard. Um, I, the one thing that I recommend for everybody and anytime I'm working with a bride or training somebody is I try to focus on like full body. 
so that you're not. I personally don't like when it's like leg day, arm day, back day. I prefer to just maybe work on certain things. I mean, you guys carry. Yes, like we have long days as planners, but like I'm, I mean, and I have to schlep stuff sometimes, but like you're like carrying those cameras on your shoulders like the entire time that you're running around um so for photographers especially anything that's like upper body and posture because from like carrying everything you probably even feel it on the wedding day that you're like slowly like not hunching over but like slowly pushing forward just from all the weight that's been on you for the whole entire day So any like posture stretches or there's like workouts specifically for posture to just make your whole like core back upper body stronger. And then I think as long as you can, as long as you did that religiously, you're still going to be in pain regardless because the wedding days are so long. Um, But I think it would help as you go from one wedding to the next. Yeah, no, that's that's a great tip. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Definitely posture. I, I think for me and for other people listening, like I, so I wear a dual harness, a camera strap because I shoot with two cameras. Um, and then I'll switch to a single harness for the reception. And that always helps my back. Yeah. Because the, re- the reception is maybe three or four hours. So, you know, it could be five hours, dual harness, dual harness, and then um, the next three hours be single harness. So definitely, definitely saves my back. Anyone listening, that's a good tip too. <laughs> so can you share your favorite three tips for keeping a healthy routine and staying on track? I know you kind of mentioned, you know, keeping a log and doing some exercises, but maybe you could give like sp- hard specific tips for people listening. Um, okay. So the number one thing, which a lot of people don't usually want to hear this because it makes everything real Um, but me, this has just worked for me personally. And I know a couple of people I've suggested this to, it's worked for them also. Um, it doesn't have to be running. It could be like a tough mutter or one of those like obstacle course races. If you're like not a runner, but I wait, go back. What is a tough mutter? Oh, a tough mutter is basically, um, just like obstacle courses you like run, but it's not, it's less running. Like you run to each little obstacle, but it's a lot of like weights and you have to do burpees and lift things and like carry people and climb over walls and stuff. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Um, (laughs) and that you need a group. So that could be more, uh, motivating to some people. Um, but I definitely tell everyone the number one way I think to stay on, um, a fitness regimen is to have a goal because a lot of times, even when it comes to running, people are like, well, I don't know how you got into running because I feel like I'm just like on the treadmill going to nowhere. And I'm like, well, if you sign up for a race and you have a 5k to train for, now you have a goal in mind. You're like, I have to be able to run this 5k comfortably. And you start to set time goal times for yourself, run outside get into running groups with different people. And then from there, you just like, I, I have a race probably once a month just to keep myself on track. If I didn't, I'd probably feel the same way. Like, Oh, I'm just running to nothing. So anything with, I mean, the other thing too, is finding what you really like. Maybe you don't want to sign up for races. Maybe you don't want to do stuff like that. 
but like how we did SLT yesterday, maybe you really love group fitness training and you just want to find what works for you so that you enjoy going to classes and then you're, you're staying on this, you're staying in shape for yourself and you're not even realizing it because you're enjoying going to the classes so much. So I think like yeah. finding your right, because you, I hate when people are like, oh God, yeah, I dread, I have to get up to go to the gym every morning. Like you shouldn't have to dread going every single day. You should have something that you really enjoy doing so that it doesn't feel like work. You want, you want being healthy to feel a little bit like fun so that yeah. you're not just like torturing yourself the whole time. Cause exactly. then you're eventually going to give up cause you're, if you hate it so much. Exactly. Yeah. No, this is sort of been my issue. And you mentioned SLT, which I love. We went yesterday yes. for the very, my very first time. I've never done it before. <laughs> and I was definitely a little nervous. Um, but my the instructor was really sweet and she helped me out a whole lot. And I loved it. I can't wait to go back. And I See? feel like for me, uh, you know, I've been, I've been doing Beachbody on demand for a couple of years, but I think I need like a, a place to go and interact and mm-hmm. just do something different to get excited again. Cause now I'm, I'm excited again. So I think finding maybe a buddy is a good tip that you yes. can work out with. And, you know, someone like you for me is like pushing me and doing new things, which I think is really great. And, you know, uh, maybe we'll make a tea with Janae Mudler group. <laughs> that would be really fun. So you guys can email me if you want to do that. But yeah, I love those too. So let's talk. So I just mentioned Beachbody on Demand, which is an online app, uh, app and they have all the programs and it's like $99 a year. It's really great. You can work out in your home. But do you have any favorite apps that you like that um, people listening can download um, and do on their phone? I know there's Aptive and... Oh, I, I think there's another one my friend likes. I can't think of it. But what what are your favorites? I know. So I honestly always hate when I get these this question because I don't use any apps for anything. Oh. I do all my running outside and then I do classes all through the city. I I don't like you were mentioning Beachbody. I hate which I think this is this is primarily why I struggle, primarily why I struggle with making videos for my own fitness Instagram account. I hate home workouts. I have zero motivation. I need to be out in the park. I need to be in a class. I need to be with, cause I'm super competitive also. So I need to be like on a treadmill next to somebody in a class where I'm like, yes, I have to like beat this person. So <laughs> I don't, which may, I don't know, maybe it's a good or a bad thing. I don't use any apps at all. No home workout things at all. The one person that I will suggest on Instagram, I believe her, yeah, her handle is college nutritionist. Um, she started this when she was in college. (laughs) Um, but her Instagram is so beautifully lined out and it shows you, uh, like perfect, um, recipes for meal prepping super easy stuff. She gives you like calorie counts. She gives you like option A, which is like a bad option versus option B, which is like the good option for A and shows you the difference in like health, um, like ingredients and calories and all of that stuff. Um, I like suggest her to everybody because I feel like she has such a clean outline 
on how to keep because I feel like food is probably harder for me personally right um and just like having like if anytime I see her Instagram post and it's like here's here's three lunches to make this week I'm like oh my god I need to get on my meal prep so like for me that is what works the best because like that's where I need to work harder on like meal prepping and making sure I have food every day for the week yeah okay cool so college nutritionist that's who you recommend yeah for okay, sure cool. and then people can also go to your IGTV um on your Instagram now you have a separate Instagram for your uh fitness correct what is that yes so M.E. Weddings is for Michelle Elaine Weddings. And then on there, the fitness is linked. I really wanted M.E. Fitness, but somebody already has it. Um, so it's just Michelle.Elaine.Fitness, which Perfect. C is like so much more to say, but it's fine. <laughs> That's okay. It's fine. Well, awesome. Well, this has been so great. Thank you so much for being here. Let's tell everybody where. They can find out more about you, visit your website, and we just listed your Instagram. But I'll post everything in the show notes. So just say it so people can write it down. Oh, perfect. Okay, so Instagram is meweddings um, or michelle.elaine.fitness. Um, and then you could just also – everything's on my website at michelle-elaine.com. Perfect. Awesome. Okay, great. So I'll list all that information in the show notes. I'll put in college nutritionist so you guys can also visit her. And thank you, Michelle, for being here. This was amazing. Yay. Thank you for having me. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. that's it you guys thanks so much for sticking around and listening to the end i'm so happy you guys are here a huge shout out and a big thank you to my friend michelle for being our guest today i loved having you on the show it was so much fun and i hope we get to do it again soon if you guys want to find out more about michelle and her wedding planning services and her fitness you can visit her at www.michelle-elaine.com and she's me weddings on instagram i'm going to link all this information in the show notes so you guys can pop on over and tell her that you listen to the show thank you so much for being here thank you for supporting tea with janae and i can't wait to share our next cup of tea together bye you guys